Sound Awake on SAFM, 3 to 5 a.m. As we adapt to living with COVID-19, we cannot turn a blind eye and pretend that this pandemic is the only enemy of the health of South African women. Unfortunately, women face a number of health challenges, and when they are combined with COVID-19, they can even be deadlier. So what are the diseases that are likely to affect us, and is there a way to prevent them? Joining us is Dr. Nesumbisfo, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher. Good morning. How are you on this happy Tuesday, doctor? I'm happy, happy, Sana. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, thank you so much. You just sound like the soil. <laughs> Maybe you did background vocals then, didn't tell us, knowing that you wear so many hats. That's possible. <laughs> 100%. So, so, so what are the diseases that we're dealing with as women? Top of the mind, I'm thinking breast cancer and obviously gender-based violence is a disease. Yes, uh, so you depression know, we've may also become, got... Yeah, so, so yes, what, yes, what yes. are the major ones? So we've got cervical cancer, which is coming up as well, as you mentioned, breast cancer. And then we've got also, you know, the the chronic health diseases that we see um, in our societies like diabetes, heart disease as well, high blood pressure, stroke. um, And then we're also dealing with mental health disease, you know, depression, anxiety, as well as dementia and Alzheimer's. So these are all things that we still need to keep in mind um, even though, you know, COVID-19 is obviously the main focus right now. Before we deal with these, how do we prevent them? How, how do we sort of mitigate against what could, you know, potentially cause cancer or breast cancer and what could potentially cause the, the depression and, and all these other things that we deal with? Mm, you know, I think the main thing to consider now is what we're starting to see, especially with our views on well-being and on health, is that we really have to have a holistic picture when it comes to how we feel and, and what our well-being is. And so what we're starting to see, especially in our society nowadays, is because of people's high levels of stress, because of people's lifestyles, we see these diseases that are very much linked to stress and chronic tension in the body and so when it comes to women's health especially it's about taking the moment in every single day to check in with your body to make sure that the decisions that you're making in terms of what you eat in terms of what you do or how you treat your body are in line with your well-being and with your health and I think if if we as women take the time to really check in with our bodies to notice the signs that our bodies are telling us every day to to really be aware of what it feels like for us to be healthy and to be fulfilled and to be in a good mental and physical space so that once we check in with ourselves and we notice that just something is off, we're able to catch something a lot quicker than just ignoring our body's signals and catching these things once they're further along the line. So as we check in with our bodies, then it's not always medical intervention that's needed there, which could be costly and might avert one from going there in terms of checkups and all that. But as you say, it's it's you know, what we eat and what, what we're doing as well. And of course, we're not discouraging people from consulting with professionals, but the excuse of it's costly, I don't have money to go for a medical checkup is not an excuse. 100%. I think, you know, here at Sunday, it's about having these regular checkups that you, you don't compromise on, that you go to um, every so often, you know, I'd recommend every three months um, for a lot of women or even every six months, depending on what your history, your medical history is. But making those visits non-negotiable 
And then at the same time, making sure that you almost take responsibility for keeping a check on your own health. And this is doing things like, you know, if you're at the age where you're having a menstrual cycle, tracking your cycle. Notice how long you have in between one of your periods and the other, how long your period lasts for. Track the symptoms that come with your cycle. Do you have cramps? Do you get acne? You know, do you have tiredness and fatigue? So really paying attention to these things, you know, some of the things that we as women tend not to talk about, you taking the time to notice the discharge that you have um, as you go through the month and how that changes and how that goes through cycles. Taking a moment to notice your bowel habits and taking a look back to look at your stool so that you know what it feels like and looks like when you have a normal bowel movement. And it's all of these things, I think, these, these daily moments where you're present with your body. You know, I even talk about um, with some women taking the time to really feel your breasts while you're putting on lotion so that you get used to what your breast normally feels like so that if one day it starts to feel tender or there's a lump that feels unfamiliar, you already know what normal feels like. And I think that's something to be really mindful of is checking in with your body so that when you go to your doctor, when they ask you, how long has this been going on for? Or exactly what has changed between how your body normally is and how it is now, you're able to give them clear answers, you're able to give them time, and you really have a firm grip on how your body works and what's normal for you. Does it help to have support systems in the form of the friends we keep when it comes to our health as a way maybe also of achieving accountability and sharing stories so you know you're not alone? Definitely. I mean, I think... Every woman can relate to feeling assured for going for women's health checkups by by speaking about it with your friends. You know, we all have fears about the discomfort of pap smears or internal examinations or even breast examinations make women, you know, feel uncomfortable. Having to share intimate details like talking about sex and things can be difficult for women to do to a doctor especially if they aren't able to speak about that with anybody else. So being able to have these conversations, these frank and open conversations about our bodies, about our emotions and our mental states with family and with friends almost helps to break through some of those walls that I think we've, we've been forced to build up because society tells us not to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And so once you almost break the ice with those who are close to you, Having these conversations with your doctor or with a healthcare professional become a little bit less daunting and a little bit more accessible to you. On depression, I mean, we know the importance of uh, therapy. We've spoken about it many times in the show. But the importance of therapy with a direct purpose and structure. Let's talk about that and how women can take charge of when they go into the therapist's office of the areas they actually want to work on so they don't maybe find themselves tired and exhausted because they seem to be going around in circles and not really getting to where they feel they need the most help uh, with. Just women taking the empowerment and knowing that they do have a say in which areas of therapy they would like to focus on. This is such a great point, Asanda, because I think a lot of the time, a lot of people tend to feel frustration when it comes to their health. And yes, you know, we're talking about mental health in this case, but I kind of think the same principle applies to physical health as well. And the main thing to remember 
is that you are the main person who drives your health journey. Your doctor, your psychologist, your physio, whoever it is that may be seeing you, has a number of patients that they're treating. And so really, in order for your health to be a priority, you have to make it a priority. And so when it comes to therapy, a lot of people tend to think that their therapist will provide them with the answers of what it is that they need to work on. But actually, the work that happens and most of the work that happens from therapy is the work that happens outside of your session. Mm. And so your therapy session is supposed to be a time where you unpack, where your therapist can maybe let you know what specific things it is that you need to focus on. Maybe they will pull out a specific memory that you need to reflect on deeper. But actually, your work thereafter is to journal about what you discussed in therapy, to start to bring awareness to your dreams, perhaps, and the emotions that you feel during your dreams, to start to be more aware of the emotions that you carry on a day-to-day basis, and also just to be a bit more self-reflective about the thoughts that you have and any limiting self-beliefs you have that are keeping you stuck in whatever depressive state or, or anxious state you're in. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to, to, if you are going through any process of healing, to remember that, again, it's those day-to-day moments, those day-to-day decisions and choices that we can make to make sure that we are constantly making ourselves and our health and our well-being a priority so that we can thrive and so that we can feel like we're growing every day, even as we're getting older, adapting to the way that our bodies grow and evolve so that we feel more fulfilled. Let's share then how we can take charge of our health by connecting with your wellness center and Freedom Yoga. Uh, great. Yeah, so you can, um, I run uh, the Nest Space, which is an alternative kind of holistic uh, well-being center. So you can find us at the Nest Space. Uh, www.thenestbase.co.za or on social media at the ZA. Um, and I also you know, do a lot of awareness about a lot of different health topics so if you want to follow me um, my social media handle is at Dr. Anesum Bijou you can find me there Thank you so much uh, Dr. Bijou and uh, always great chatting to you until next week and please be safe Absolutely, Asanda. And, um, you know, this is our last day of Women's Month, but I think for women, every day is Women's Day. So mm. just wishing you a wonderful Women's Month and, and a great day ahead as well. Awesomeness. Happy Tuesday again. Dr. Anesum Bisvo, uh, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and uh, yoga teacher. Let's take a short break. We'll get into plant.